Hello, welcome back to 915 Mental Health Podcast. As always, it is Adelie and I am so happy that you are listening today. If you didn't know, we did an entire Mental Health Awareness Month podcast series with the 915 Mental Health team where we all chose topics that we're passionate about to bring awareness to. So if you haven't listened to those, definitely go listen to those. They're so good and I am so proud of my team. But I am closing off the series by talking about something that I am passionate about and that is being a sensitive person. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about all things sensitive, and if you are a sensitive person, I think this would be very beneficial for you to learn maybe some pick-me-ups or just so you can feel understood, because I know, especially being sensitive, we always feel misunderstood. So if you are not a sensitive person, I hope you get a little sneak peek into the life of a sensitive person, because it's not always fun. to be honest. So yeah, let's just dive right into it. So I want to start off by sharing my personal experiences of being a sensitive person and I first want to mention that I did not always know I was a sensitive person. Basically my whole life I have been called dramatic and I would consistently invalidate my emotions and reactions by claiming that perception of me being dramatic and it wasn't until I started receiving therapy for depression and anxiety that I realized that I am just a sensitive person and I feel emotions much differently than others do and I think the most frustrating thing even to this day of being a sensitive person is just consistently having those questions of like why is it bothering you so much or why are you being dramatic or like it's been a while why aren't you over it and those type of questions make me feel like I should be feeling my emotions in a different way but that is literally not possible for me because I feel absolutely every emotion to an extreme I feel sadness in a big way I feel happiness in a big way even if I feel nothing I feel nothing in a big way and sometimes it just takes me a while to even understand my emotions and why they're so big and first of all even accept that they're so big because I am very aware that not everyone's a sensitive person and I'm very aware that other people can get a hold of their emotions in a much faster manner but that is just a process for me (laughs) it's not as easy for a sensitive person to get a hold of their feelings just because they are so big and they are so deep. So I want to go over different characteristics of being a sensitive person and ways that those can play into our mental health. So I am going to talk about all of those. So let's go ahead and talk about the first thing. The first thing, as I have already mentioned, is that we process information differently. So the depth of processing for a sensitive person is obviously a lot more deep 
another thing is overstimulation and this has happened to me also where I experience a certain situation and I feel overstimulated about the different emotions that I'm feeling, the different reactions to my emotions and the different critiques or judgment that I am receiving and it's just like a lot at once and I'm feeling a lot deeply at once and that can cause feelings of being overstimulated. Another thing is emotional response and empathy and emotional response was a thing that I struggled with and continue to struggle with because especially if it is in the moment I can react very big because I don't have that time to really sit with my emotions and understand them so whatever comes out is what comes out and sometimes that can look like me yelling that can look like me crying that can look like me going absolutely mute and it just can look different for different situations but you can definitely read the emotion on me and my face and my reactions and empathy is also a big one i feel deeply for other people and the fact that i will cry for them i will get angry for them I will get extremely happy for them and it's very easy for me to be receptive of people's energy as well so like if someone's in a bad mood then I'll probably get in a bad mood if I'm around them if someone's in a sad mood I'll probably get in a sad mood also and the next thing is sensing the subtle oh my goodness this is something that I I think this is my least favorite thing of being a sensitive person is that I notice every single little thing. I can notice a change of tone, a change of body language, a change of facial expressions, a change of every single thing. And I think this is a big issue for me in relationships (laughs) because just the smallest change and I'll think, why are you mad at me? Is something wrong? Did I do something wrong? And those types of different changes in behavior or language or tone can definitely set me off. And I'll have a lot of questions in my head about as to what changed and why it changed. And that can be the end of me because I'll start overthinking and overthinking just leads to false conclusions and It is just this horrible cycle that one has to endure as a sensitive person and and because of this these characteristics can put sensitive people at risk for high stress and mental health struggles as we have talked about and the struggles can include anxiety depression insomnia social phobia attention deficits and decreased memory as a sensitive person myself i can see i've experienced maybe 70 percent of those mental health struggles due to me being a sensitive person and i think one that we may not think of is insomnia because if something happened to me that day that ticked me off and i'm constantly thinking about it and whether it ticked me off in a usually in a negative way then i'll think about it consistently like I will go to bed trying to figure out what the issue is trying to solve the issue or trying to think about the root of the issue and that causes me to lose sleep and 
I know this is like an extreme, but like sometimes I'll even dream about it. Like I, it gets stuck in my brain so much because I am just so sensitive to situations, especially when they bring out a big emotional reaction out of me that if that emotional reaction isn't controlled or I don't have the solution that I desire and it sticks with me until I control it or I solve the issue. Another thing is social phobia because I easily pick up on subtle changes. Sometimes I just avoid going out in general because I am scared that something will cause me to react in a certain way and then I'll feel extremely sad about it or feel extremely anxious about it or mad about it and usually when it comes to being a sensitive person like I am not scared of feeling extreme happiness like maybe that's my favorite thing about being a sensitive person is that I can feel happiness to a beautiful capacity but once it comes to the negative emotions I think that's where it is an issue because just because it is so deep so so with this third I have a trouble or I had a lot of trouble coming to terms with this and that is that sensitive people lack the resilience to overcome life's problems and at one point this was very true for me everything that would happen to me would automatically turn me down and it was very hard for me to get back up and especially because I have feel like I've been going through things my whole life it definitely took a toll on my mental health for the most of my life because it was just very hard for me to accept situations it was hard for me to process situations and to overcome them essentially just because it was such a big process to understand and come to terms with the emotions that would come from certain types of situations and if you are a highly sensitive person there is a big chance that you've been told to stop being so emotional and fragile and instead to be tough and strong and this is one thing that irritates me it makes me so upset because there's one thing that my mom tells me all the time and she says haz tu corazón duro and make your heart hard and I always tell her, mom, I can't make my heart hard. Like, that's just not how I am made. That is not who I am. Like, my heart is sensitive. My heart is fragile. And although that was a hard thing for me to accept, I think me accepting that is when I was able to turn it into a strength. But we'll go more into that later. But being tough and strong are correlated with being resilient and does not mean that you need to buy into the myth that sensitive people are weak and I want to emphasize that again do not buy into the myth that sensitive people are weak by believing that sensitivity makes you weak can only damage your mental health even more by weakening your self-esteem and I definitely saw this within myself especially when I was younger and my sisters would always say suck it up stop being a baby stop crying over everything and for that exact reason I 
like I like I've said before, I thought of myself as dramatic and I thought of myself as a crybaby and too emotional. So I just always thought I can't I am not capable of being tough. I am not capable of being strong and I am not capable of getting through hard stuff. And that thought process led me to not being strong, to not being able to get over hard stuff. And it wasn't until I really hit rock bottom that I had to realize that in reality, my sensitivity doesn't have to be a weakness and it can be a strength in fact. And once we accept that we are sensitive, that's when we're able to use it as a strength, as I just mentioned. Because, for example, because I feel sadness so deeply means that I can feel happiness just as deeply. And just because I feel failure as deeply, I can feel success as deeply. So it is understanding that because you have such a big capacity to feel, you have a big capacity to react, you have a big capacity to make action, you have a big capacity to be empathetic, to be loving, to be kind, and it doesn't always have to be negative. And highly sensitive people are also known for lacking self-compassion because not because we purposely want it that way, but because we haven't really learned how to have that compassion with ourselves because a lot with being a sensitive person is being judged by the way that we are feeling and reacting to things. It's being criticized for the way that we are handling our emotions and because it is not easy to understand why sensitive people feel the way that they do it is easy to have that resentment and anger towards yourself for feeling emotions that way and this happens to me a lot where a situation really bothers me but I really deeply wish that it didn't bother me so much and that leads to me being extremely annoyed with myself because I'm like, girl, like seriously though, like why can't you get over this? Why does this bother you so much? And those questions that I hate hearing from external forces, I end up giving them to myself because I can't meet myself with the compassion that I meet others. And it is important to be able to meet yourself with the same compassion because feeling things deeply is not an easy thing and it can be very emotionally draining and exhausting and having to deal with the process of taming your emotions and understanding your emotions and processing them and then trying to react in a way that may lead you to not being judged or to not coming off as a sensitive person that takes a lot of energy and that takes a lot of work and so when you meet yourself with that compassion like thank you for holding the space for these emotions thank you for taking the time to understand where this is coming from in order to overcome it in those moments then it becomes a little bit easier and you're able to feel much more deep love for yourself and that can only help you cope with being a sensitive person so the love that you can deeply give to others is the same love that we need to 
deeply meet ourselves with also. So now that I went more into depth as far as different characteristics that sensitive people can have, I want to share some of my coping skills and some things that help me with my day-to-day life of being a sensitive person. One thing that has been really big for me is journaling because journaling really allows me to grasp my emotions because once you put it on paper it is easier to understand where they're coming from or why it's bothering you so much also a pen and paper will never get tired of you writing about the same thing over and over again i can confirm and so if something is bothering you deeply you can write about it as many times as you want without annoying anyone (laughs) No, but seriously though, I really enjoy journaling because it just really helps me understand where I'm coming from, but also helps me look back on other situations. And if some situations are similar, then I can be like, okay, like I've dealt with this before. I am capable of dealing with it again. Also, honoring and accepting your emotions and your reactions. There is, I can name maybe on both hands <laughs> situations where i reacted bigly uh bigly is not a word where i reacted big and after that i regretted it and i shamed myself for it because i would tell myself i shouldn't have reacted that way but the thing is that the way that you feel is the way that you feel the way that react is the way that you needed to react and especially with being a sensitive person because we are consistently trying to tame our reactions for the comfort of others it can be hard to consistently do that and i would catch myself you know just letting loose i'm like okay whatever like i don't even have the energy to try to make it seem like this is not bothering me so i would just let my reaction be um then i definitely encourage you feeling things the way that you want to but especially behind closed doors it is important to accept your emotions as they come and not try to change them or belittle them another thing is talking to someone that you know will validate your emotions (laughs) i love doing this but i usually seek people that i know are aware of my sensitivities so that they can be able to validate my emotions in a way that i know that they are truly understanding that this is me feeling deeply because if you reach out to someone that doesn't understand you being sensitive then you may get an invalidation and they might say that yeah you're being too dramatic or you're being emotional and you don't want to be triggered in that way so talking to someone that you trust and another thing is channeling your emotions in a healthy manner so if i am feeling angry i am 100 percent gonna let myself punch a pillow to the extreme that i want to if i have the availability to i am 100 percent going to scream if i can i'll break something also if i'm feeling sad i'm going to let myself cry i am going to dramatically flop on the floor holding the picture of my i'm just kidding <laughs> I am just kidding, guys. I have never done that before. (laughs) But if I wanted to, I would. 
honor your emotions in the way that they want to come out and but channel them in a healthy way another thing that really helps me and i know this may feel weird and i know this may be cliche or cringy but self-talk i love talking to myself and there's no one that's going to understand you better than you so some affirmations that i like to say is i am feeling extreme sadness because blah 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 and i am allowed to feel this way i am not dramatic i simply am bothered because blah 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 blah. i feel fear because blah 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 blah. but this is not my reality i'll sit with the feeling of fear but i do not claim it and i totally made those up right now by the way i don't know if i've actually said those but i probably have but just as an example like it can be altered to your situation and things that you want to hear you can say them to yourself and and the thing that i consistently tell myself is i am allowed to feel this way my emotions are valid my reaction is valid because like i've been saying it's so quick for us to invalidate our feelings and emotions just so we can make the people around us comfortable or so we don't make ourselves fit in the perception that other people have of us but the thing is that with being a sensitive person people are not going to understand why you're a sensitive person they're not going to understand why you feel so deeply they're not going to understand why you process things differently and i think that's probably the hardest thing about being a sensitive person is accepting the fact that you're a sensitive person but once you can accept it it is a beautiful thing because i love being sensitive i love that i have the capacity to feel so deeply and even if it's the ugly, I know I can feel such better emotions when I am able to turn it around. And feeling deeply is absolutely a strength because if you think about it, for people that are not sensitive, they can only feel to a certain extent. And with that, they can have limited experiences, limited relationships, friendships, and the deepness of those. And it truly is just a cool thing to be sensitive, but you have to accept it first and you have to understand who you are, how you feel, how you think how you react in order to turn that into a strength. So I think that is my hot take on sensitivity. (laughs) I can definitely go a lot deeper into this. I think I could definitely hit different angles as far as being a sensitive person, but I think this is all I'm going to say for now. And I think my biggest takeaways from this is that sensitive people are not we if you ever need a bit more guidance as far as how to deal with sensitivity or how to accept it or maybe you just want to talk about being sensitive because sometimes you're sensitive i think all of us are sensitive at one point like we all just have like a little spot that like triggers our sensitivity so if you ever go through one of those moments know that i will validate your emotions i will validate your experience 
and yeah that is it for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in and i will catch you in the next one bye